Thank you for tuning in to the Springs Church Podcast. Here, you'll find messages that are powerful, inspiring, but most importantly, straight from the Word of God. If you're located near Tacoa, Georgia, or in Tacoa, Georgia, we'd love to see you on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Enjoy today's message, and remember, we love you, Tacoa. If you have your Bible this tonight, let's turn it quickly to 1 Kings 18, 41, 1 Kings 18, verse 41 to 45, um, and let's read it together. He says, and Elijah said to Ahab, um, go eat and drink, for there is the sound of, of a heavy rain. Remember, in the context he's talking about, there's no rain. It hasn't been rained for seven years. But he said he heard a sound of rain. Where did he get that from? Where did, who told him that? <laughs> so Ahab went off to eat and drink. But Elijah climbed the top of Carmel, bent down to the ground, and put his face between his knees. And he said, go and toward the sea, he told his servant, and he went up and looked. There is nothing there. He said, Elijah said, go back again. Go look. Seven times Elijah said, go back. <laughs> he didn't give up. He said, go back. And the seventh time, because some of us, we're praying, we're fasting, and we give up the first, second time because God did not answer. There's no end of the Bible. God, sometimes God answers things in one time, but sometimes God doesn't answer it the first time. Sometimes it takes years before you see an answer. This is, we're not serving a microwave God. I know in the culture we live, we think we have a microwave God. You click it, nuke it, and the next thing you know, it's come hot. But remember things that, I hate food that, that get one microwave because the meal of food always cold. Yeah. <laughs> you want something to cook, you put it in the stove. Somebody say amen. And he said, as a cloud, and the seventh time the seventh reported, as a cloud, as a small, as a hen, is rising from the sea. And then that's all he needed to see. <laughs> so Elijah said, go and tell Ahab. Hitch, you up, hitch up your chariots, get into uh, your Tesla, go down before the rain stops you. <laughs> Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds. The wind rose, a heavy rain started falling, and Ahab rode off to Jezebel. To Jezreel, not Jezebel. <laughs> probably, she, probably you went to see Jezebel because that's, that's, that's his wife. Don't go home to Jezebel. That should be a good sermon. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, Father God, we say thank you tonight, Lord. I'm asking you to bless us. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you for the anointing to preach, Lord. Thank you for the, the unction that, that take the little I have and multiply it so we can live here more than enough, so we can be full and we can go home and say, surely the presence of God was here. And, Lord, we say thank you for what you have done and we exalt your name. Lord, I'm asking you to take that little thing I have. I don't have much, but multiply. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. There's four reasons you pray. There's four reasons you pray. You pray for, the first reason you should pray is for communion. It's for communication. It's relationship. Prayer is about relationship. It's about communion. It's, it's about dialoguing. It's talking to somebody. You can't, call, you can't call yourself a Christian and you don't have a relationship. You don't have a conversation with God. Uh, uh, you, you're fooling yourself. 
If you call yourself a Christian, there has to be that conversation. There has to be a prayer. There ha- prayer has to be part of your lifestyle because that's how you communicate with God. You can't say you're in a relationship with somebody and you never talk to them. You're fooling yourself. There has to be communication. And you can call yourself a Christian. You're not having a prayer life. Prayer is connecting. Without connecting, you need to talk to your father. That's how prayer is. If you really love Jesus, if you really, have a, you really want to pursue God, there has to be that, that conversation between you and God. Not only prayer is conversation, but prayer, when you pray, you get revelation. Jeremiah 30. And I will answer you, and I'll show you great and mighty things which you do not know. What does that tell? God said, when you pray, when you're seeking me, I will give you insight. I will give you a revelation. That's what we were praying tonight. Because some of us, we need insight for this year. Some of you are going through a hard time. You need God to open your eyes so you can see what to do. Because you're confused. You don't know what to do. You don't know if you need to put the first step forward or the second step forward. Or you don't know what to do. But when you pray, God said, if you call upon me, and I will show you what to do. I will give you direction. I will tell you, if you need to go left, I will tell you. If you need to go right, I will tell you. If you need to turn around, I will tell you. If you need to delete some people, I will tell you because some of you need to delete some people this year. Some people, they just, you just need to delete them, block them on Facebook. And just say, block, 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 delete, 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 block, 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 delete, delete, delete. Because God said, the way I'm going, the way I'm taking you, the way I'm taking you, you cannot be part having those type of relationships. Somebody say amen. Third thing, prayer. Prayer. The Bible said, Jude said, prayer, uh, build yourself in prayer. What does that mean? He's in prayer. Prayer is like going to the gym. If you want to be strong spiritually, if you want to have strength spiritually, if you want to walk in godliness, if you want to be, if you don't want to be an anemic, anemic, anemic Christian, or thank you. Um, if you don't want to be a weak Christian, if you don't want to be a Christian that the enemy is just slapping you like he wants you, like a banana, how do you call it? Pinata? Pinata, yeah. You know how you close your eyes like that. <laughs> Some of you, that's how the game is beating you every morning. He's like beating you like pinata. Boom, boom. And, 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 and God said, if you go to the prayer closet, it's like, that's what Jill said. You can build your strength. You can build your spirit. You can build your stamina. He said, if you go in the prayer closet, I will give you strength. I will give you strength. Amen. The fourth thing is prayer is enforcing God's will. Oh, this is the part we want to, this is where we're going to lend the help in today. Prayer is enforcing God's will. Uh, prayer, there are things that will never happen until you pray. The will of God in your life will never happen until you pray. It's just like a judge pass a degree, just like the Senate, the president sign a law, but there has to be sheriff, there has to be cops to enforce that law. The law is written. There's a lot of things God's written about your life. There's a lot of things in, in the spiritual world. There's a lot of things the Bible says. But because you never pray, those things will never come to pass. Yeah. The enemy that's slapping you like that is because you're not praying. Because the moment you start praying, you start enforcing God's woo. What does that mean? When we see in, when we, what we see in this passage, the Bible said, that Elijah heard the sound of the rain. 
He heard the sound. There were no rain. He's not a meteorologist. There were no, there were no technology then for him to, to say, hey, at 4 o'clock, there's going to be rain, thunderstorm, 50, 50 chains, thunderstorm tonight. You need to take shelter because there's going to be massive rain. There were no, he wasn't a meteorologist. He doesn't know that. He heard that in the spirit. He heard that in the spirit. He heard that in his mind. God told him that. And the reason he was able to hear the rain, the reason he could hear the, the promises of God is because he was a man of prayer. When you are men of prayer, you will be able to hear things that nobody else can hear. Hallelujah. When you pray, when, because the Bible said he, he prayed like crazy. Elijah prayed like crazy. But when you live in that lifestyle of prayer, you're on a different frequency. Just like where I am right now. I've, there's a, there's a, they call it short, short wave radio. I can pull a short wave radio right now, and I can pull a station all the way to Germany. Right here where I am, because that radio has a certain level of frequency that bypass everything, the environment, all the technology. It will attach itself to, to a radio station in Germany. Or it is the same thing we, when you pray, you have a prayer life. You're in a different frequency. You can hear things that nobody else can hear. Hallelujah. You can turn, you see, right now, if I go to the radio station, I can turn the radio station, I can hear every station. But if I were shortwave radio, you can go to your own radio. You will never hear what I'm hearing because I'm on a different frequency. So what I'm telling you, when you pray, Elijah prayed, he heard something that nobody else around him was hearing. And I want to tell you this morning, you want to hear what God wants to do in your life. You want to know what God wants to do. You want to know how God wants to change your life. Get in the prayer chamber. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Because you will hear things that nobody else can hear. Somebody say amen. amen. And that's where most of us drop the ball. It's between what you hear and, and what you see. And that's where we drop the ball. A lot of us hear things. A lot of us hear things. But a lot of us don't see them. We hear things, but we don't see it. We hear things, but we don't see it. We hear the promises of God, but we never see those promises. We read about God can heal people, but we will never see it. We hear God can God still deliver people, but we will never see it. We hear that God can change people's life, but we will never see it. There's a God missing in most of us. And today, that's what I want to tell you. The gap between of what you hear and what you see. The gap between the promises of God. Between the promises of God and what you see. And that's where most Christians fell. Because the bridge between of the promises of God and for it to become a reality is prayer. Somebody say amen. That's what Elijah did. The Bible said, Elijah heard the sound and both men made a decision. One went up to pray, one went out to eat. They hear the same thing. The word came forth. One of them went up to eat Chick-fil-A, one of them went to the prayer closet. It wasn't enough for Elijah to hear God's word. It wasn't enough for him to hear the promises of God. 
he had to go to the prayer closet. He heard the sound, but he said, the sound is not enough. That sound is not enough for me to hear the promises of God. Some of us are stuck in the hearing department. We hear God told me, God told me so and so. God said, I, I can hear sick. God said he can fix my husband. God, God, said, God said he can change our circumstances. But there's a disconnection between what you're hearing and what you're seeing. Prayer is the bridge between of the concept and the realization of God's promises. I read this. They said Apple spent $26 billion last year on R&D, research and development, in 2022. What is research and development? What is that? What is R&D? R&D is the department when we get an idea, a concept, when they, get, when they have a concept of technology like the iPhone, the first time they came with the technology, before they released it, it was an idea. It was a thought. It was just a, 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 a simple idea that they had. But the idea did not stop there. They said, let's send it to the research development. So what does research development do? They take the idea in that lab, and they start putting it together and start doing some tests so they can create a product. That research department takes the idea and it changed the idea to a reality. And that's the same thing with prayer, and that's the same thing with prayer. Now, Elijah said, I heard the sound. I heard God's going to do this. But that is not enough. I have to go into my prayer closet. I have to go to that research department so I can build what God told me he was going to do. So I can see what God told me he was going to do. And that's the problem with so much, with so much of us. God told you so many promises. God said he's going to do great things in your life. But you stuck with just hearing a word. You just stuck with just a concept, with an idea. But my question to doing that 21 days fast, are you, going to, are you just going to be a hearing person? Or are you going to the prayer closet? Or are you going to the R&D chamber where you take the idea, you said, I'm going to pray until something happens. Somebody say amen. amen. The Bible says quickly, he says, Anna, you remember Anna in the Bible, 1 Samuel 1, Anna couldn't have kids. They were making fun of her. You know, the Bible says 1 Samuel 1, Anna, they used to make fun of her. And the Bible says she wanted to have a son. She wanted, she had a, an idea, a concept she had something in her mind, but she didn't just sit around and watch Netflix, switching TikTok, staying on Instagram, to write it down, because a lot of us love to write dreams down. We love to write things. This is what things, this is how I want it. But we never go into the prayer closet. Anna says, I want that baby. 
I want to be a woman like every woman too. I want to be able to carry a son like everybody else so I can say, oh, my back is hurting. Oh, so I can lift my, uh, my wife said, oh, my feet swollen. Can you scratch my legs? So I said, please, lady. <laughs> You know, that's the part, that's the when people get pregnant, right? Anna was tired seeing other women carrying promises. Everybody's talking, you know, when people's pregnant, they're talking like that. Oh, how many months you have? <laughs> and Anna's walking around and seeing all those women talking. He said, oh, 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 I see you have that dream. You're carrying your dream. Your life, things are going normal. What about me? What about me? I want to carry something too. I want to, I want to breath something like everybody else. I don't want to stay where I am. I want to go to the next level in my life. And I said, guess what? The Bible said she went to the temple. She went to the R&D room and stopped praying. Not, the Bible said not, it, was, it was not just a simple prayer. She prayed so much, they thought she was drunk. She was talking nonsense. She was praying, 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 praying until the priest said, are you drunk? What is wrong with you? And I said, no, I'm not drunk, but I'm tired seeing other people experience birth. I'm tired seeing other women carrying a son. I, I need to birth something. And the Bible said, Eli, Eli said, because you pray, you will see a son. And I want to tell you this morning, what Whatever you're looking for. I don't know what's, what you want to give birth in your life. Because some of you, God has given you great dreams, great vision since you were a kid. But because you don't stay in the prayer closet, you will never see those things come to pass. And I want to encourage you today. It's time to go to the R&D chamber. Uh, don't get out until you give birth to that dream. We're not going to get out of this prayer thing until we give birth to what God wants to do. Somebody Somebody say amen. amen. Oh, somebody say amen. amen. Anybody have dreams in their heart? Oh, yes. You will never see the dreams. The Bible says, oh, I love the Bible, the apple. The first apple box. I probably some of you still have apple box. Because they say most people don't throw it away. There's a reason you don't throw it away. I think the first... The first prototype of the Apple box, Apple box. I think they, they went to 40,000. That's why they spent so much money, because Apple wanted to make sure. That's why it's so smooth, you feel it? Apple wanted to make sure when somebody opened the box. My, where's my Apple people? I mean, oh, they all, we all went to heaven, hallelujah. First, we got the first to go, right? <laughs> Sorry, jury. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the, the apple. <laughs> let's get back to it. Let's go. Let's go back there so Jerry don't kill me. Oh, oh. Apple spent forty. The first time they did the phone box, they spent four. I think it was forty to fifty thousand. Top to when they open the box. There's a way when you open the box. Oh, uh, if you ever buy a brand new iPhone, not me who buy the second hand stuff, but if you buy a brand new one. When you open the box, it goes smooth. Yeah. Apple wants you to make sure you feel like you're somebody. <laughs> That's the whole reason. They said they want to make sure when you open the box, you feel like you have a sense of, arri of arrival. So That's why when you come to church, they're carrying the cell phone like that. Like my daughter said, she said, Dad, I got an iPhone 12. I said, why are you carrying that iPhone like this? <laughs> you see this? I got four, five cameras. <laughs> 
Merci. But what I'm trying to tell you, 38% of this box was made of recycled paper. Because Apple care about, how do you call it? Environment. So they make sure they use a lot of recycled paper to create this box. There's a story in the Bible called Jabez. I don't know if you know that story. Jabez was a defect. The Bible said his mom called him, Jabez, you're full of pain. She basically cursed Jabez. Basically, she told Jabez, you know good, you nobody. Jabez did not choose his mom. He fought into a situation that he didn't choose that. A lot of us fell into situations we didn't choose to be in the situation. And the situation has damaged us. Some of you, somebody take advantage of you. You didn't choose that. Some of you, your parents dropped you when they were supposed to take care of you. And all your body is hurting. Some of you, it's a marriage. You chose to live that life with that person and the person let you down. You were damaged, broken, rejected deep on the inside. But the Bible said Jabez, who was a man that got rejected, who was broken, the Bible says Jabez, because in the manufacturing room, in the R&D, if the box came out the wrong way, or if the, if the cell phone came out the wrong way, they can't send it back to fix to say the model did not function well. Let's make sure, let's see where the problem is, and let's fix it. And that's what Jabez did. Jabez said, I know I'm defect. I know I was cursed. I know I was an outsider. I know I was, my parents cursed me. I know, that's not, that's not, I know that, that's not the way I chose life, but somebody let me down. Somebody, I got hurt. Life beat me down. But I can go to the place where I was created. <laughs> I can go to the Savior, to the manufacturer, because he knows how to change life. He knows how to take away my pain. He knows how to take away that curse. I don't know what you're going through today. You may be a reject. You may be a trash. But let me tell you, go to the prayer closet this morning. Go to the manufacturer this morning. God can we fix you. He can relabel you. He can fix your color. He can put you back like a brand new box. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say amen. 
He can fix you this morning. And if you defect today, I don't know what you're going to. Go to the R&D department. Go to the praying chamber. If you don't like the way your life is, if you don't like the way things are going, if you have a curse in your life, if you need deliverance, go to the prayer closet. If you need healing, go to the prayer closet. If you need to pray for your family, go to the prayer closet. If you need help, go to the prayer closet. If you broke, you don't have no money. If today you cannot feed, you cannot feed your family. You have that cornbread. Let me tell you, go to the prayer closet. God can provide. He's Jawah Jawah. He know what you need. Somebody say amen. amen. Lastly, not only that, prayer, go to the R&D closet. And I want to tell you this morning, there's a story in the Bible, and that's one of my favorite stories. I love reading that story. I don't know how many times I read that story, because that story, I can see myself in it. The Bible says David went to war one day, and then on his way home, he's taking 85. He took the exit, but on his way to, to his house, he saw smoke. He saw smoke at his house on his neighborhood. When he showed up, his kids was kidnapped. His wife, they took his wife, they took his belonging, they took everything that he had. David realized he didn't have anything left. Not only that, the Bible said he was crying so much. And not only that, his friends, the soldiers that was with him, they said they got mad. They wanted to even kill him too. But David was crying. But when you look in the story, two things. You don't have control of the things that happen to you. But you have control of how you respond to the things that happen to you. The Bible says, yes, he was crying. He was crying. The guys wanted to kill him. But David, he was feeling hopeless. He was also weeping. The Bible said those men wanted to kill him, but he, he, the, Bible, the scripture said he, did, he didn't argue with them. He didn't argue with them. He didn't say, okay, guys, it's not my fault. The Bible said he didn't argue with them because those guys are going to pain. They're going to pain. He doesn't wash off. The Bible said he stayed there. He didn't wash off trying to correct the situation. He didn't try to fix it on his own because he was a soldier. He could have just picked up his sword and go and fight and try to recover everything he has lost. The Bible says that... David encouraged himself and the Lord. I never understood what that thing meant until I was reading a commentary last night. It says what it really mean when what it mean in the context. Basically, David reminded himself the promises of God in his life. He reminded himself that God called him. He reminded himself the calling of God in his life. And David said, while everybody feeling hopeless, feeling there's no way out, because you lost your kid, you lost your family, you lost everything you had, that is totally depression. That is depression to the max. He should have been depressed. He should have just covered his head and said, let me die too also. But he encourages himself and God when life beats you. Oh, you didn't know that? Life's going to slap you in the mouth. Oh, you didn't know that? Let me say that again. Life's going to kick your teeth out. You didn't know that? 
Oh, oh, you didn't know that. Maybe because you're not alive yet. <laughs> you're, not, you're not that old. But sooner or later, life's going to slap you like a UFC. You know those guys? And then you'll hold your teeth here and the nose shift like that. You know, you have to hold your nose in fighting. And that's life sometimes. It hits us. But the Bible says, he went to the priest. He inquired of God. Basically, he went to the OMD room and he said, God, I don't understand what's going on. God, I don't understand what's happening to my family. God, I don't understand what happened to my kids. God, I don't understand. That's not what you're, that's, that's not the way I saw it. That's not the way I planned it to be. I didn't choose to be like, I didn't choose that. I didn't choose that. Look what just happened to me. He, and, and he said, he inquired the Lord. And some of us, you, you fell into, depress, into that depression because you have an inquiry of God. Yes, the situation is bad. Yes, it's bad. It's really bad. Even me looking at it, it is bad. But what do you do when life hits you? When you lost everything that you hold dear? What do you do when you, the family that you have and you're losing your family? What do you do when you, you're at the bottom? There's nothing else to do. The Bible said he went to the priest and the priest you know, he prayed, they prayed, it's an inquiry. They went to the R&D room and said, I know the promises, we know the concept, let's see what God's doing. Let's, let's figure out what God wants to do. And the Bible said, Jesus, God said, go and recover all. Go and fight. And the Bible said, God give him strength and he won the battle. What I'm trying to tell you to tell you today, if life is beating you down, go to the prayer closet. If your family's in issues, if you have family and if you have issues in your family, if your family's falling apart, if your if your finance is in disarray, go to the R and D room this morning. It's not morning, it's night. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. amen. You can come, Father. Hallelujah. And then here's the thing. Here's where the biggest thing is. Because you have to have both. You have to have the promises and you have to have the prayer room. You have to have the idea, the concept, because what are you going to pray for if you don't have anything in your head? Amen. And the Bible says, Elijah, when he heard the sound of the rain, when he heard the sound, the Bible said Ahab went out to eat his burger. But Ahab went up, um, Elijah went up to pray. But there's a part in that verse I love. He says, Elijah kneeled down, his feet hits the ground. And he's, he put his head between his knees. He shut down the noises outside. He shut down the noises from the outside. He shut down the chatter from the outside. He shut down the unbelief, what the world is saying. He shut down the daughters that said, God can't, this doesn't make sense. Bird cannot send rain. 
he shut down those unbelief what I'm trying to tell you this morning when you're praying and you have to watch what you're hearing because the enemy is going to tell you the promises of God are not true and you cannot come before God with doubting he said he will not give you anything if you're doubting that's what the Bible says as you're fasting this, this 21 days fast you better believe and stand on the promises of God it doesn't matter what the world says. It doesn't matter what people says. It doesn't matter what other people think that God does not heal the sick. It doesn't matter people say, this kid is too far gone. He's addicted. He will never come back. He's gone. There's no way out. Oh, oh let's go to the next page. The world dismissed them. Friend dismissed them. And you, and, and you, be, you stop believing that. You can't believe that. You need to stand in the promises of God. He said, me and my house shall serve God. When the world said, God doesn't provide, God cannot change your situation. And you need to stand on God and say, my God shall provide for all my needs. Because the world going to tell you, your own flesh going to tell you, the backslidden church going to tell you, God doesn't do that anymore. I don't want to hear nothing you have to say. If it's not line up with God's word, if you're going to come around me, I'm very picky. You know, I'm allergic to unbelief. If you come in, come in and say, no, I don't want to hear that, man. This is trash. We don't talk about that, dude. Don't, uh, keep, keep your drama to yourself. My God can supply all my needs. My God can heal the sick. My God said, if I call upon him, oh, he'll set me free. Oh, things may look badly around me. Oh, I may not be able to pay the bills. But I know if I call upon him, he will send money somewhere. I don't know what to do. Oh, I know I'm sick. But he says, if two or three God in my name, every time we ask in his name, he shall give it to us. Oh, I don't want to hear. Oh, you, you. No, keep your unbelief to yourself because I'm hearing a sound, not the sound from WB, whatever it is, world radio station. My radio station is H Heaven. <laughs> H100. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how you call it. But uh, my heavenly station, that's where I got my news from. I don't get my news from CNN. I don't get my news from Fact News. I don't get my news from, from SAP 500, the stock market. I get my news from heaven that God said, I will take care of you. If I take care of the birds, I can take care of you. Somebody say amen. Let's get up on our feet tonight.